Had it with dating and men today? You're at the right place. Welcome to the Freedom Reigns Podcast with Victoria Baxter, a.k.a. Coach V, the new love strategist. It's time. Time to renew your mind. Time to renew your heart. Time for you to win at love. Your ways haven't been working, sis. Why? We do things differently when it comes to the kingdom. It's why we're instructed to not conform to the patterns of the world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. How else will you win? Coach V is here to help single women renew their hearts to positively position themselves with the intentional dating skills that are necessary to win at Kingdom Love. You know, the one that encompasses God's love, self-love, and real love. Tune in to the latest Freedom Reigns episode where it's about experiencing freedom based on His Spirit at work within you. I did the webinar in my group shared also with those on the mailing list titled four heart habits keeping you single there are things that go on in our hearts that I realize that some people really fail to understand right like there's a reason why we're told to rid ourselves of certain things there's a reason why we're told to guard our hearts and there's a reason that we're told how God searches and examines the heart See, hearts are the seat of mind, emotions, and will. Our hearts are important, obviously. (laughs) We know that they're for living and breathing, but they also determine how we think, how we speak, and how we conduct ourselves as well. And the soul and spirit are both affected by the heart. So even though I did the heart habits keeping you single in that webinar, tonight I want to talk about the positives, right? I want to show the good things. I want to ensure that you know the signs of a healthy heart. I always say that healed eyes and a healthy heart help women win at love. But what does that even mean, right? Like, what does it look like? What habits do you need to develop to help you win at love? So this episode is Habits of a Healthy Heart. More specifically, it is Healthy Heart Habits to Help You Win at Love. And I want to tell you 10, yes, 10 habits that you must develop so that you can win at love. Things that you need to possess and develop and get in your mindset now that will transform your love life for sure. And when I tell you possessing these traits and developing these 10 habits will help you win. Obviously, this is a generalized podcast. I want to give these 10 heart habits. You have to take them for what it is and apply it to yourself. Like I don't have time to individually or even just like really, really go in depth. And I guess I I could have made this a series, but it was just on my heart to, you know, to go ahead and get this out. So overall, I'm going to put it out there. But, you know, if it's something that you're realizing like, hey, I didn't realize that that was something I was struggling with or I know why I'm not good in that area or I want to know like how I can be better with that habit, how to develop that habit, especially if it's going to transform my dating and my love life, then you and I can talk one-on-one about that. You can always go to the site and, you know, book that consultation. We can chat for a couple of minutes to see what's going on. And of course we can devise a plan and, you know, helping you to get better in that area. But for now, a lot of these things are basic yet under um, overlooked. So I just want you to really think about what it means and apply it to you. I do recommend if you have something to write, you know, I'm not giving like extensive, you know, things where you need notes like that. But 
even just like grabbing your phone, you know, I, I like to send text all the time. Like I'll text my personal phone to my business phone and vice versa. I use my little post-its um, app. So I have notes in my post-it um, app for like everything. So even if you just open up something that'll help you take notes, because these 10 habits are super, super, super tray, tray, tray important. And again, they are so necessary for you to win at love. So let's go ahead and hop right on into it. Habit number one, kindness. <laughs> kindness. Like if you read the Getting It On ebook, it's all about dating, um, you know, as a modern Christian woman, then you already know this is something that matters to men, right? I interviewed all of those men asking like, hey, like what is something that would make you want to commit to a woman? For those who were married, what is something that actually made you propose and want to be with that woman? And this was ultimately the number one answer, kindness. And of course, I'm gonna throw thoughtfulness and generosity under that because there were a couple of men that actually used the word, um, you know, thoughtfulness. So this shows the kind of person you are, right? Being kind, like it shows in the way that you do things, in the way that you show up, like your actions will show that you're a kind woman. Everything isn't about a man having to prove himself to you, okay? Like godly kingdom woman do not act this way, period. We know that Galatians 5 says that fruit of the spirit is kindness, right? Like Paul even said in Corinthians that love is kind. So I want you to think about how do you respond with men that try to connect with you? How do you respond to men that try to reach out, men that slide in your DMs? Think about when you are on dates, think about phone conversations, text threads in general. I'll be honest, I laugh at a lot of the screenshots that some of you share, like regarding, you know, interactions with men, but it's like in all things, remain kind, Remain kind to these men and to others because it is a seed at the end of the day. And remember what Luke 6:38 says, given it shall be given unto you. We know that Galatians 6 talks about how God cannot be mocked. We are going to reap what we sow. We know that Ephesians 4:32 says, be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. So kindness. I know a lot of us were like, "Oh, well, I'm a generous person or I'm sweet, I'm funny, I'm nice." That's all cool. Are you kind? Because let's be real, kindness and nice, they're really not the same thing. Are you kind overall? That is a part of your character. That is a part of your demeanor. That is how you show up at all times. Kindness is something that is going to be rooted in your heart and it's something that you can't fake it. Either you got it or you don't. Heart habit number two, healthy heart habit number two is emotionally, I'm sorry, emotional stability. Emotional stability is a healthy heart habit that will help you win at love. And this is going to be tied to number three as well. But you have to be emotionally stable. And if you've ever done a Sin 21 with me before, you know, when I do the 21 day self-love challenge, then you know that something that I talk about is emotional health, emotional stability. Like this is a part of real self-love that I have to teach my clients to develop. And emotional stability, what it is, is it's the capacity to maintain your emotional balance regardless of the situation, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of who it is you are dealing with. And if you are not emotionally stable, then it means you are emotionally impulsive. And emotional impulsivity, that is a bad, bad habit. That is something that I struggled with for the longest time. 
especially because of, you know, a lot of my childhood trauma based off of, you know, my fear of rejection based on the daddy issues and the low self-esteem. But emotional impulsivity is a real thing. Like it's even in the DSMV manual, like that's just how real it is. And it's defined as actions that are poorly conceived, prematurely expressed, unnecessarily risky and inappropriate to the situation. Let me repeat that. Emotional impulsivity, it is defined as reactions and actions that are poorly conceived, prematurely expressed, unnecessarily risky, and inappropriate to the situation. So it's also defined as difficulties with emotion generation that is highly impulsive. And our emotions can lead us to poorly conceive something, prematurely express how we're feeling, take unnecessary risk, and also react in ways that are completely inappropriate to the situation. You need to show that you are stable and in control of your emotions. No lashing out, no going off. Like when you're emotionally stable, it means you can tolerate minor stresses and strains of day-to-day -day living without becoming emotionally upset without being anxious, nervous, tense, angry. It means that when it comes to men, you're not double texting, you're not blocking, you're not ghosting at the slightest sign of something that a man does. Again, red flags and safety concerns, that's different. Do what you gotta do. But it's like anything else, grow up. Like I remember even just the other day, I don't know if that was yesterday or Monday, but or whatever, or Tuesday, but I posted on um, on my personal page, you know, just saying like, I wish more women would pray before walking away from a man at the slightest sign of seeing that this man does something that you don't like. Like a lot of women are so quick to walk. It's like, nope, not dealing with that. Nope, not dealing, nope. I, I expected him to come perfect in this area, you know, or whatever else. And I was like, I, I wanna see more women praying over their dating lives because you'd be surprised. Times you might wanna walk away, God might say stay. And sometimes the things that might have you wanting to stay, God might be saying, no, you need to go, sis. Like God will show you when to pass, pause, and proceed. I always talk about that. But it was interesting looking at some of the comments. You know, I don't mind people disagreeing with me. That's fine. But one thing that's interesting um, and that, I, well, that I'm not going to deal with is when people get like rude and disrespectful. But, you know, one guy was just like, okay, like, are you crazy? You need mental therapy and you would have someone actually stay in a situation like you need to love yourself better. And I'm like, okay, first of all, bro, like this is not applied to me. All right. Like, but somebody else was just like, no, like, you know, if it's a husband, that's one thing. So it was interesting feedback. And like I said, some comments I did have to hide. Some I had to delete. Some I replied to. Some I ignored. That's just how it rolls. But understand that when I am saying stuff like, because another lady had mentioned something as far as red flags. Again, red flags, that is something I'm never going to say, oh, you see that red flag? Stay and just pray about it, sis. You know, he might actually drop that bad habit or he, he might stop with the abuse. Red flags are something I will never tell someone to stay put and endure. I will never tell someone to stay and ignore a red flag. What I am talking about is the slightest sign of something that a woman doesn't prefer or dislikes. And what we have to keep in mind, we are we are evolving, right? We're growing, we're maturing. So when you really think about it, think about the things that you could or couldn't tolerate years ago that now maybe you do tolerate things that you couldn't tolerate before or things that you don't tolerate that you did tolerate before. So a lot of times when I realize with women, 
a lot of women, especially those who um, are still a little, you know, like if they're, you know, immature, if they haven't really developed, if they haven't really come into their own, if they haven't really, you know, discovered their purpose or that self-awareness, a lot of times women will have these superficial things on their list. There are these things that really don't matter about what it is they want in a man. And it's like, that can be for preferences and deal breakers. Things like, nope, I will never deal, you know, date a man who, you know, does this or has this. And some of the things I'm just like, really? That's so petty. Like, imagine you staying simple, you know, single because of something that is so simple. And again, prefer what you want, desire what you want. There's nothing wrong with that. My issue is when it's things that, again, think about our relationship with God, right? Think about how we are to be as Christians. Think about the things that God has given us multiple chances for. Think about how he has forgiven us multiple times. Think about how we are to forgive others. Think about how we will, a lot of times, I see women who will justify the behaviors of their best friends. They'll justify the behaviors of, you know, maybe a sibling or somebody else. But it's like there are these expectations that this man who they have already concocted in their head, that head husband that I spoke about last week, they have that head husband. It's like, no, that man is going to come like this, 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 and that's going to be that. And anything other than that i'm not dealing with oop a man did that nope i cannot stand that i said i was never dealing with that again next like no red flags i understand it small things that'll have you going off or blocking or ghosting or even letting him know like nope i don't think we're compatible i don't want to be with you my whole point and especially as i'd even made in that post was you got to think how is that going to work in a marriage Again, people are steadily evolving and growing. Your core identity is going to remain the same, but people change. What happens years into a marriage, there might be things about your husband that he might pick up a new habit. You're going to leave then as well? And again, I'm talking like minor, you know, just life is real lifey things happen like i just feel like we do not offer enough grace i am not saying being a fool i'm not saying be a punching bag i'm not saying accept whatever a man throws your way at all i am saying to just be mindful of your preferences make sure that they are not superficial make sure that they truly are you know certain things that are deal breakers and whatever else like i'm just saying like i just realized that a lot of times women are just really keeping themselves single a whole lot longer at the end of the day. And something I often say is show that you're an adult and that you communicate when a man does something that you don't like. Communicate if he crosses a boundary, you know, or something like that. And I know some women are like, well, I don't have time telling a man things that they should already know. Like, listen, stop making everything about the man. Because first of all, a lot of you all, had to be taught, are still being taught. I had to be taught. I had to learn. I had to grow. So it's like, again, we get this self-righteous attitude where it's like, well, I'm here now, so I'm not dealing with this and I'm not dealing with that. I'm not teaching no man this and da-da-da-da-da. Stop making everything about the man. Many women are struggling because of this. All about them, which is selfish. And flip it and decide you don't mind communicating with a man why you're ending things, why you're not interested, why you don't want another date with him, because this shows emotional stability. It helps you to learn confident and effective communication skills. And as I always say, dating is nothing but practicing at relationships. Learn the things to do now. 
A woman who speaks up now is one who can clearly communicate her needs, wants, desires, and dislikes in a committed relationship and marriage. Like I had a coaching session with a woman recently who's struggling with this in her marriage, but it's because she never even had or used her voice when dating, when in the relationship and when engaged. Like, I don't know why, but for some reason, women tend to think that this switch just flips and they're gonna go into wife mode once they say I do. No. Your status changes overnight, but you have to renew your mind now. Like that is the one thing I did agree with that whole spirit of girlfriend and spirit of wife. Like you have to get it in your system now that you are going to be a wife. And you know, of course that you're going to keep in mind what the Bible says about a wife and how you're going to be and whatever. Like you have to start renewing your mind and not doing the whole, oh, well, as soon as I get married, I'll do that with no problems. Lies, lies. Like I know so many wives who I still end up working with and who are struggling with that very same thing even now. So show that you are emotionally stable by the way that you respond to men even now in this season. Healthy heart habit number three is going to be self-control. So like I said, emotional stability, this is gonna be tied to self-control, right? This includes and encompasses many things. Like think about your actions. Think about the things that you do and partake in and engage in now. A godly MVP that my clients are actually wanting, those kind of men, a godly MVP, he does not a woman who's out here doing stuff and doing things and all over the place and being everything to everybody and has no control about nothing. I want you to think about the places that you frequent and go to. I want you to think about how you dress. I want you to think about how you carry yourself. I want you to think about the fact of, are you sleeping with someone that's a place filler and a blessing, like a blessing blocker? Like, are you dealing with a man and having sex with the man that you should not even be having sex with? Because what that tells me is that you have no self-control. If it's like, oh, I know that this is a bad habit, but I do it anyway, that means you have no self-control. If you are not able to maintain your emotions and compose yourself, that means you have no self-control. And even when it comes to your emotions, never in the history of ever is it okay to allow a man to be in control of your emotions and your reactions. I always see women, they'll say things and do things. Oh, well, he made me so upset and this happened and I responded this way and I, I know I shouldn't have, but no. That man can't make you upset. He can't make you angry. He can't make you lose control. He can't make you go crazy unless, unless you give him your power. You have to examine why it's so easy to give someone complete control where their actions cause you to have a drastic reaction. And furthermore, you have to determine why you want to be connected to someone or anyone that prompts a side of you to emerge. And then for some of you, it's like, no, like I just, I shut down or I'll protect my peace and I'll cut people off. No, then that means that you have deeper things to work on self-control. Like you're just gonna stay a hermit forever because you don't know who's gonna set you off or who's gonna make you feel some type of way. No, it is time to get it together. So you have to start developing some self-control in this season, do that ASAP. Healthy heart habit number four is discipline. So yeah, I know a lot of times people think that those two are kind of one and the same, but I want you to ensure that you have some discipline in this season, okay? Listen, ma'am, lazy faith is not gonna help you in your marriage the way it's not helping you now. Because at the end of the day, faith is action, faith is bold, faith is courageous, faith is work, faith is war. 
Faith is communion. Faith is consistency. You have to put some fire behind your faith and activate it for real. And one of the reasons why I realize that a lot of times women don't have self-discipline is because they run from the hard, uncomfortable things. They would rather do the easy, comfortable, familiar things. So it's like instead of facing the hard, uncomfortable projects or finances, they run to distractions and, you know, and games and social media and whatever else. Like you having discipline is going to be reflected in the way that you are with patience and responsibility. How are you with discipline now? Are you someone that typically creates a goal and then you procrastinate or do you create a goal and achieve it? How are you with spiritual discipline? Like, are you making sure that God gets a part of you like some of your time every day? How are you with being on time? How are you with being a good steward of money, time, your body, etc.? How are you with physical discipline? Do you give in to gluttony and overeating? How are you when it comes to refraining from allowing your emotions to take control? All of these things are tied to you being disciplined. And this is an important heart habit that is healthy. You want to live your best life now while single, in your healthy dating life, in your next relationship, and in your marriage. Discipline is key. Are you disciplined now with your emotions? Are you disciplined with your body? Are you disciplined with your finances? You can't be healthy and living abundantly if you are not disciplined. It's just not possible. So I need you to make changes now. Healthy heart habit number five is going to be worthiness. I go back and forth when, um, when it comes to the word self-worth. I am for self-worth, okay? I know that it is good, but here's the thing. We are his at the end of the day and our value and identity are found in God and not ourselves. So you have to establish that and then you will see yourself as worthy because you are God's. You have to say, I declare God's word about who I am, what I have, and what I can do in Christ Jesus who gives me strength. I am established as his daughter in all ways and I shine in his light. When you know in your heart that you are worthy, you will carry yourself a different way. It is going to reflect with how you carry yourself. It is going to reflect in your conversations with men. It is going to re reflect in how you respond in disagreements. It is going to reflect in how you show up online, on social media, on dating profiles, the whole nine. Y'all know I always talk about the selfie circle that I take my clients through. Go self-esteem, then self-worth, then self-acceptance, then self-love, self-respect. You gotta make sure you take yourself through all of those things. That's what we're doing at the SAS, um, the SAS retreat in December. I'm so excited to spend it with some of my ladies in Black Mountain, North Carolina. But I want to ensure that ladies truly do love what they see looking back at them in the mirror. That you really get yourself to a good place now, that you're doing the work now before that man gets here, right? The next heart habit, number six, is going to be confidence. Listen, I know the last man made you feel as if you have to be tough, unable to show vulnerability and all that other good stuff. Maybe he hurt you, broke you in some way, so now there's just certain things that you're just not willing to do and not wanting to be vulnerable and things like that. You have to know that it's okay to let those walls down though. Guard your heart, yes, but don't build a wall. And I say this when it comes to confidence because you need to have the confidence to be the woman that God has called you to be. The woman. 
There is something about our womanhood that a lot of women are struggling with today. I know I told you before, I hate that whole alpha female. That is no such thing. There's no such thing. You can be strong. There's nothing wrong with that. You can be a strong woman. You can be a no nonsense taken. Like I get all of those things, but there is a power in our softness. Like that is going to be the next class actually for those who are in New Heart Academy or those who are coming in before enrollment closes. But class number three, Power of She, I love that class because it is going to help with that. What does God really want out of you as a woman? It's gonna really talk about you know, um, the, the power that you possess as a woman, what it means to be a godly woman, what it means to be a godly wife, looking at your purpose and your calling and all of these things, but your character at the end of the day, you have to have confidence to walk and be the woman that God has called you to be. This is very important. It is a healthy heart habit. I talk about self-awareness a lot, but we're going to be doing um, next month, I'm actually going to be doing a half day workshop on confidence with some of you because this is tied to you renewing your mind about who you are. I realize that a lot of women are struggling when it comes to um, being who God has called them to be. And it's because they have the self-awareness. They know all of these things, but they're not confident to be that woman, right? So we have to renew your mind about who you are. It is the only way to be who God has called you to be. So I can't wait for that. Number seven, healthy heart habit number seven is wisdom. You have to have wisdom. Y'all know I love James 1.5. If any of you likes wisdom, ask. All you gotta do is ask God and it says he will give it to you generously. Don't keep forming dead end connections with your type. Like his name might be different, but he's this different, you know, he's a different kind of same from men from your past that have tripped you up at the end of the day. Like I always say that his name might be different, but he's the different kind of same from men from your past that have tripped you up. You need to be free, sis. You deserve something that lasts. So it's like, when are you going to use wisdom in your single season? Dealing with a man who you know isn't any good, who you know doesn't fit the vision, who you know won't commit, means that you're not using wisdom. And on the flip side, being in any type of relationship and not knowing how you should proceed, what to do, if he's a good man, also shows that you're not using wisdom. When I have women's like, oh, I don't know what to do about this man. Well, I think I wanna be with him. And well, I think this, or I think, or I think he's a bad guy, or I think he's a good guy. Well, I don't know, like, I don't know if he's the one, I don't know if I should give him a chance. No, means you really need to be in New Heart Academy. Like this is an important dating skill at the end of the day. Like this is in class five dating 201. Like this is something that you have to be a part of. You have to, like you have to use wisdom. Even while dating, you should pray over every man you encounter. Every man, like I said about my post on Facebook, you know, when you pray, first of all, times that you might be thinking, okay, mm, I think it's time for me to leave. You'd be surprised, like God might actually tell you to stay put. And then a lot of times where it's like, oh, okay, well, I can tell he's the real deal. Look at the way that he's talking and he's mentioning a lot of the same things that, you know, that I'd even mentioned in my prayer corner and only that me and God knows. Remember the Gibeonite deception from the Bible? I know I've spoken about that before, but the Gibeonite deception, that is when they were deceived 
by like Joshua and them, they were deceived because like these people, they made sure that they had tattered clothes and moldy bread to make it seem like they came from so far away. So they made a treaty with them only to learn that they were actually like neighbors. Like they weren't even that far off and all because what they didn't consult the Lord first. Joshua, who was raised up to follow after Moses, did not consult God first. Wisdom is important. So again, yes, even while dating, you need to pray over every man that you encounter. Now, again, obviously, if you see a blaring red flag, there's no need to pray about that. Like if it is obvious, like, okay, uh, no, like, but again, if it's like, okay, hey, like, I kind of like this guy, you know, just like, hey, God, show me, you know what I need to see. Like, you know, I mean, there are prayers that I'm going to be doing with women in the We Will Win tribe, the winning tribe. That's a separate group only for my ladies who are or have ever been in N2L or New Heart Academy. But I'm going to be doing a training video um, within the next couple of days talking about like specific prayers to get what you want in a man and to know if you need to stay connected to a certain man. So those women in that community are definitely about to be blessed. But praying is important. And it's also understanding that even when you pray, like, okay, it's not just, okay, well, God, if God, if you don't give me a sign tonight or God, you know, well, he didn't say anything. So I guess that means yes. Or I guess that means no, you just, you stay in prayer and you let that be that. And then you just continue to enjoy yourself while dating, continuously having fun dating, letting your hair down while still guarding your heart, staying in prayer. And God is going to answer. He is going to respond. It says he will give generously to those who ask. The thing is that when he does answer, you have to be prepared to go the direction that he tells you. And what I do know is that if more would follow this advice, relationship statuses would change. He will reveal when to separate and when to proceed. But a lot of times women are afraid of the answer or they assume they know it, so they leave God out. This is yet another reason that I applaud those who are bold enough to seek help in this stage. All right, so let's go back through. So we've already talked about how many different heart habits. Number one was kindness. Number two, emotional stability. Number three, self-control. Number four, discipline. Number five, worthiness. Number six, confidence. Number seven, wisdom. So we only have three more. Number eight is forgiveness. Forgiveness is a healthy heart habit. This is an element of kingdom love. This is like one of seven elements that I say of kingdom love. This is something we are instructed to do because he has forgiven us. Like, and the opposite of forgiveness is bitterness. And bitterness, if you caught the webinar, is the number one heart habit that is keeping women single. Like you've got to forgive yourself. You've got to forgive your parents, your ex, the pastor, your old friend, the last guy, your children, father, forgive them all. Like it is an instruction from God, not a suggestion, one. And two, because bitterness will consume you. It'll kill you. And you will bring your little bitter behind to all potential relationships, running men off, scaring them off. They don't want to deal with bitter women. Again, you are going to attract whoever is a reflection of you, right? You are going to entertain whoever is a reflection of you at the end of the day. So again, a godly man who is really serious about settling down and wanting a wife of someone who can be his purpose partner as well, he's not dealing with no bitter women. We know all about the mad black woman notion, right? Okay, but a lot of this also boils down to women being bitter and for various reasons and reasons I can empathize with absolutely, but it's not helping you. 
like a lemon is sour. You know, just a squeeze of a lemon or some lemon juice and something can change the whole taste. It'll change the whole taste of something. And I, I love watching those videos um, of like how kids and babies, like their faces shrink and shrivel up when eating lemon. They're sour, they're bitter. It is no different from a woman that has a bitter heart. She leaves a nasty taste, reminding men what they don't want to deal with. Don't let that be you. So make sure forgiveness is a heart habit that you develop now. You've got to forgive whoever hurt you. You've got to forgive when someone crosses you. Remember in Corinthians that Paul also says that love keeps no record of wrong. Too often, women will remember all the things that a man does wrong, showing that it's not forgiven and it's not forgotten. Like I spoke to a client a few weeks ago and... She was so excited about a man that she was going to speak with later in the evening. Well, he didn't call her at the time that he had specified. So her attitude was like, Psh, next. I'm like, wait a minute. No forgiveness, no grace, no mercy, no understanding. Like the other elements of kingdom love. Like we can't make everything about us. We never even know what men are dealing with because we are so selfish. And truth be told, it's because a lot of women are bitter, all because of what we did and allowed too much for men in the past. Like when we did certain things and allowed certain things from a lot of men in the past. And it's why a lot of women have these attitudes and mindsets now. <clears throat> That's just it. That's what it all boils down to. And again, that whole keeping record of wrong, I wrote about that in my Journey of Love ebook. Like y'all already know, like God had to check me on that. Like it was literally like it started off as a journal of me like, okay, like I'm just gonna take my time and I'm gonna love this man on purpose. And it was Veteran Bay. I've talked about him before. Especially, I just spoke about him extensively in the um, Help Me Attract an MVP course that just unlocked in the N2L community. But I remember like with the things that the Holy Spirit had revealed to me about him. Again, if you know, you know, if you don't, then that means there's a book or product that you have not read yet, right? Um, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna love him on purpose. I'm gonna love him according to what God says about love and what the Bible says about love and especially according to what Paul said in Corinthians. I'm gonna love him on purpose. And I realized that I was slowly keeping records of all the wrongs. And what God was showing me was that even with my emotional instability and impulsivity, that in fact, it was Veteran Bay who was actually still showing me love, not the other way around. Like I completely failed. I failed and again, I was just like, okay, well, I'm just gonna be honest about it. So I put it all in that journey of love ebook and it is what it is, but I just want to see so many women do better when it comes to forgiveness and not holding on to every little thing that a man does. Think about how many times God has forgiven you. Think about it. Think about how many times you've been given a second, 10th, and a hundredth chance. Again, use wisdom. I am not saying allow the red flags, excuse abuse, you know, of course, and things like that. I'm talking about the simple things that we make a big deal out of. And a lot of times, again, when you are truly using wisdom, and this is why I love the Dating 201 class in New Heart Academy, when you are truly using wisdom, you know when you're dealing with a man of a certain character. And you will be able to realize, like, Again, when to pass, when to pause, and when to proceed. It's really just that simple. It's really just that simple. Like even now, like I get frustrated with my guys. I was like, well, you said we were going to do this and this and blah, 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 blah. But it all goes back to, again, that not keeping record of wrong, 
It goes back to wisdom. It goes back to self-control. And again, another element of kingdom love, you know, again, understanding a lot of times as women, we fight so hard to be understood instead of putting that effort into seeking to understand. Love is selfless. Love is selfless. And sometimes I don't like teaching on it, but again, I know those who have ears to hear and Lord, I know that he'll soften the hearts and make sure that everyone can understand what it is I'm actually talking about. But again, some women again, will excuse abuse and make certain excuses for a man. Oh, well, he's trying. Oh, well, he just gets mad, you know, and things like that. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm saying we have to be patient when it comes to men because you don't know what they're dealing with, how they're feeling. Like we just have such high, great expectations for men today. And I don't understand. And again, I see so many of these things and the memes and the things that get shared and a real man, this and a man, this and the man that God has for you won't do this. And you won't have to tell him this. And if he ever does this, then he's not the one says who says who, where does this stuff even come from? <sighs> I don't have time. Next, you got to remember to forgive, okay? Let me just say that. And like I had to remind my client, we cannot make everything about us, okay? So if this is you, sorry, I just hit the microphone. I need you to renew your heart now. Heart, Healthy heart habit number nine is peace. I love Philippians 4, 8, where it says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. I want to know what is getting in the way of you not having peace. What is getting in the way of you not being at peace? We all talk about wanting someone to be our peace. What about you having peace? And what about you being his peace? A man who finds peace in a woman knows that he has found a good thing, a place that he feels safe, that he can be vulnerable. He knows he can put full confidence and trust in her. Like peace is so important. It is something that is so important to men. It is something that is so important. You have to develop this now. And actually it's already been given Jesus said his peace he left with us. It is a gift that often goes unwrapped. Regardless of what's going on inside your home, life, work, business, whatever, learn to develop and access peace now. You will take it into your relationship and it will be appreciated. Peace is a heart habit that a lot of women do not have. I will be honest and say, I wanted more peace in my life, okay? So what I started doing was I started praying for peace, right? Like never pray for things that you want God to give you. Like just the same way we're not supposed to pray for patience. I say, do not pray for peace. I started praying for peace. And just like patience, God is not going to just give you patience. He's going to put you in situations that force you to be patient. Well, it's the same thing with peace. Peace means that you can be at peace regardless of what's going on around you. So I started praying for peace and God has this funny thing where he made my whole world just turn upside down. You do not know the things that I have been through over the past two years alone. You don't know what I have endured in the past two years. And what God was showing me was, okay, you wanted peace. Now I'm going to show you like how to develop it because peace is saying no matter what's going on, I'm going to be at peace. That you're going to be at peace and that you're not going to disrupt anyone else's peace. And then it was funny because, like I said, this all started two, like, like literally two years and a month ago. 
is when it's like I just had chaos breaking out in my life. Like I have been through some things and I could write a book and I probably am. But a couple of months into that crazy season, that is actually when I ended up meeting Kay. And the one thing about him is it was funny because he is all about peace. When I tell you that man is going to protect his peace, he is going to protect his peace. And as much as he loves me, he daggone sure is not going to let me disrupt it. <laughs> not like I intentionally try, but he made it clear very early on, like what peace means to him. And it is something that he protects. It is a gift that he unwraps every morning. And I've been learning so much from him, even when it comes to it, like times that I have called him crying and going off because of something else that just unfolded and took place in my life. The way that he can keep his peace and just, it like, it immediately calms me down. But I know how men are and I know that men are not as vocal as we are. They're not as emotional as we are and they're gonna hide and hold things in. So what I've had to start doing is making sure that I'm that place of peace for him. Making sure that he does not have to deal with my rah, 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 you know, at the end of a hard day that I'm not going off on him on the phone, that I'm not lashing out and nagging and complaining and all of these other different things. No, I'm learning how to be more at peace. And again, being his peace is something that is important to me because he's definitely been mine. Make sure you develop that healthy heart habit. And lastly, number 10 is compassion. Yet another element of kingdom love. This should be a given, right? Because kingdom love includes God. And the word says that our God is full of compassion. Compassion is sympathetic pity and concern for the sufferings or misfortunes of others. So compassion comes with emotional intimacy. Say, and, and, I'm sorry. It comes with emotional intimacy saying, I feel you. I understand. I may not get it, but I can be sympathetic. It's saying, I care. Like if you are in a relationship without compassion, that means it is devoid of kingdom love. A huge part of Christianity is having compassion towards others. It is a feeling that arises when you are confronted with another person's suffering and you feel motivated to relieve that suffering because compassion is showing that you care. It's being sympathetic even if and when it doesn't apply to you directly. Maybe what your partner is experiencing, you've never experienced. Maybe what this guy is talking about, you don't even know, you know, you've you've never had to deal with that. But what matters is that someone that you know, your neighbor, someone you care about is going through something, so therefore you should care. Like empathy is when you can relate because you've experienced it or something similar, but compassion is saying like, hey, even if I have not, like I can still, I can still care about what's bothering you. You know, and it's funny because even like when I talk about the six C's of communication and why a lot of people struggle with communication, like one of the C's is compassion. Like even with the way that you communicate, you need to ensure that you are using compassion in your relationships and even in these potential relationships, these dating ships. So it's like, even when I tell, when I work with clients, I'm like, yes, okay, so you need to also show compassion. This is another thing of kingdom love. And it's like, okay, well, how do I show compassion now? Like even in the early stage towards men, suitors, MVPs. Well, first things first, you have to be a genuinely compassionate person, <laughs> which is easy for Christ followers who spend time with God. 
Like we should do this for everyone anyway. Like regardless of if you're married to the man or in a committed relationship, like you should show compassion, period. So you start showing now that you possess compassion towards men, even when just getting to know them, like even early on when dating them. Show that you care, show you understand. You see why something bothers him. You care about him being bothered. Like it's simply like it's caring about what somebody else cares about. It, it doesn't take a rocket scientist. Like I, y'all already know, I love Girlfriends. That is still one of my favorite shows. That is just going to be that. That's just going to, how that's going to work forever at the end of the day. Like I just, I love it. Um, and I remember the episode where Joan was with the guy, Elliot, and his ex popped up and his ex popped up pregnant. <laughs> like he had a whole baby on the way and didn't even know it. And of course, Joan with her crazy self was like, the very first thing that she was just like, okay, what does this mean for me? What does this mean for us? Like she was an immediately and only focused on their relationship. It was like, forget the ex who had already kept like this whole thing a secret. Forget the man who just learned that he actually has a son on the way and like she was good and pregnant, mind you. Forget all of that stuff. The only thing that she wanted to know was, okay, but how does this affect us? What does this mean for our relationship? That's not compassion. You know, the reason that compassion is something that is so beautiful is because it shows the nature and heart of God. And as I've said before, you know, of course, we already know that kingdom love is all about God being in the midst of that relationship with you and that man. Listen, I have a whole kingdom love podcast series. Go listen, because all of the different seven elements, they each have their own, um, they each have their own, episode. So go and take the time to listen. Listen, I need you to develop these heart habits. These are healthy heart habits that will help you date successfully and win at love. I want you to apply them all. I want you to be honest. I want you to evaluate where you stand currently with each and every one of these. I want you to realize in what ways you need to do more work. How do you need to go a little bit deeper at the end of the day? What do you need to focus more on? What do you need to apply when it comes to your heart habits? How is that going to look for you even early on with dating? I want you to think about all of these different things because it matters. These things matter. They matter greatly, okay? You already know I'm the new love strategist. I am a coach who is here to help you win. So let's chat about how to get you to developing some of these heart habits. Because I want you to experience freedom, wellness, and wholeness starting now. I want you working on those heart habits. Listen, it's not too late for you to join the fall semester of New Heart Academy. Enrollment is about to close because once it gets to a certain point, it's going to be hard to get caught up. But you can always go to newthinglifecoaching.com, go to the book um, the back forward slash book and you can book a 15 minute consultation and this is to see what you're struggling with why and what needs to be done so that you can get out of your own way you have circled this mountain long enough it's time to go higher all right your best self is waiting on you so stop holding yourself up <laughs> Coach V is a certified life, dating, and relationship coach. She's also a speaker, author, and the founder, creator, and teacher at New Heart Academy. And she's here to help you win. God wants you to win too. 
but you must renew your heart. Connect at www.NewThingLifeCoaching.com to start your transformation process. But first, subscribe to the Freedom Reigns podcast on your favorite platform so you know about brand new episodes.